of Eddie's 366 movies in 366 days. You know, at some point in our lives, we've all contemplated the idea of having kids, right? I mean, who hasn't? I mean, I think everybody has at some point. Um, <clears throat> and then sometimes, you know, you, you know uh, people who, if they can't have kids or for some strange reason or whatever, then they think about adopting. And, and that is such a crazy road, right? Because it can go one or two ways, always, um, in that instance. And uh, that's exactly what we're looking at today for today's film. We are checking out the 2018 comedy Instant Family, which stars, uh, which is from the makers of Daddy's Home. So let's check it out. I love what you two are doing with this house, but what are you gonna do with five bedrooms? You guys are obviously never having kids. What was that look? I did not do a look. You're doing a look right now. There's no look. Have a good fight, guys. There's so many kids in foster care, and they're having an orientation. Ellie, people who take in foster kids are really special. The kind of people who volunteer when it's not even a holiday. We don't even volunteer on a holiday. Over a half million children are currently in foster care. The county puts these on because they can match a lot of kids and parents quickly. Look at the big kids. Everybody's avoiding them. I'm going to go and say hi. But they're teenagers, OK? They use drugs, and they watch people playing video games on YouTube. We're not equipped for any of that. Hi! Just FYI, we can all hear you. Hmm? It's OK. Go mingle with the kitties and uh, don't give it another thought. Bye-bye. She was cool. Lizzie comes with two younger siblings. Three kids? Too much. Oh, oh my God. God. They're adorable. Why would you show us that? That's wrong. Here we are. Make yourself at home, because you're at home. Do you like the Clippers? Oh, I'm more of a Lakers fan. Oh, no! You hit me because I like the Clippers. I think the Clippers are awesome. They were smart for trading Blake Griffin. Their best player. <laughs> just stay there until the fire department comes, OK? You're just another white lady who wants to adopt charity orphans to make you feel good about yourself. Pretend mom. We might have a little bit of a knack for this. Oh. I beg to differ. <laughs> this stuff takes time. Lizzie yeah. to parent wanted Lita all by herself. This is never going to be easy, but with some structure and love, you could make your house a home. Lizzie! We love you. Please just go away. But I'm pissed. You know what I'd like to do? Really? All right, let me fix it, okay? Thanks, Daddy. I just got my first daddy. Oh, what the? I suck! I want some of that. Hey, honey, can I help you with anything? Look at what this boy texted her. Is this that kid, Jacob? Hey, I saw the picture you sent for Jacob. You're lucky I'll end your life right now, Carrot Top. We're gonna call your mom. You're going down today. So what do you think of that, Jacob? My name is not Jacob. What? Okay, okay, okay. All right, so as I said, we're checking out Instant Family, and it stars a Sir Mark Wahlberg as Pete and Rose Byrne as Ellie. They are a couple who I honestly could not remember why they, they couldn't have kids or, or whatever the case may be. But at some point, they decide that, uh, hey, you know, they, they want to try adopting kids. 
So they go through the whole process and they adopt three kids because it's a uh, sibling connection here. And, and one played by Isabella Merced, who plays Lizzie, who's the older one, uh, who has two younger siblings. One named Juan, played by Gustavo Escobar, and Lita, played by Juliana Gamiz. And together they go through the adventure of, you know, what it's like to adopt kids and, and the trials and tribulations and everything that, that comes with it, right? And they begin to um, ask themselves, was this a great decision? Was this a bad decision? And uh, do they really want to fight for these kids or not fight for these kids when the mom all of a sudden reappears in the picture? So, yeah. That's what the movie's about, and uh, it's got some uh, it's got some interesting moments in this film. Um, I don't think it's it's overly funny. I mean, I liked Mark Wahlberg for sure. I I, I like kind of the kind of actor he plays. This is a very um, harkens back to the days of Ted. And a little bit of instant family. I mean, not instant family. Uh, Daddy's home kind of vibes here. And uh, Rose Byrne, obviously, doing her best. Uh, She reminds me of her character from Neighbors. Um, But for the most part, uh, I think everybody was fantastic in this. The thing about this, right, is it's one of those films, man, that it's like, the character of Lizzie, played by Isabella Merced, was so good, so good, because she plays that that part very well. Somebody who is old enough to understand how the the foster system works and how to play people completely to a T, but she also kind of lets out her real emotions. And it's kind of obvious throughout the whole film that she's just buying time, you know, because she has high hopes that her mom is going to get her shit together and is going to be able to take him back. So she kind of kind of closes up when it comes to the uh, to Pete and Ellie in this film. Um, so she does a really good job playing that role. Um because it's a tough role. You got it's somebody who's playing both sides of the aisle. Um, they're they're always playing devil's advocate. You know they're always testing the waters, things of that nature. So she is a such an important important part of this film. One of the the if if I was to say what are some of the funnier scenes in this film is definitely when they have all the foster parents together. That's when the film is funny because um, you get Eliza. Sh- Sh- Eliza Schlesinger, if I even said that right, she plays this. Um, she plays this woman who wants to adopt a kid, uh, but she wants a ready-made kid, pretty much who is about six five, is really good at sports and things of that nature, and they literally call it out. They're like, "Oh, like the Blind Side," you know what I mean? And uh, it's funny. The joke runs and runs and runs. And she's kind of always the joke of the 
of the of the film because here she is she wanted this one thing and she gets the complete opposite and uh she's always the running joke throughout the whole film but uh you got to give credit to to uh Tig Notaro who uh plays Sharon and Octavia Spencer who plays Karen what a good combination these two were i mean and they worked perfectly together as the uh the people that work at the foster care system Right, they're kind of the ones teaching all these parents about how to be foster parents, and also being, you know, the ones responsible for all these kids. But they're such a perfect combination because Octavia Spencer is kind of like this; she's more of the down-to-earth human kind of type, uh, versus Tig Notaro's character, who's more the the system um, kind of person, but still also has a heart. You know what I mean? Like she has a heart, but. She, She's kind of that person that's afraid to play the system because she's afraid it's going to screw her in the end, that kind of deal. So she's always, oh, I got to be by the book until Octavia Spencer's character is like, nah, fuck it. You know what I mean? And then she kind of caves in too. Uh, so very, very cool combination between the two of them. Uh, Tom Segura's character. I like Tom Segura. Don't get me wrong, love, love, but he played his character well. He's kind of like that annoying uh, brother-in-law who kind of thinks he knows everything and his shit doesn't stink. So he did a really good job with that. Uh, a lot of cool people, a lot of cool faces in this movie. Uh, obviously, Margot Martindale's in it. Julie, Julie Haggerty, love Julie Haggerty. Come on, Airplane. Uh, then you get Michael O'Keefe, who's in this film. Joan Cusack makes an appearance in this film. Absolutely fantastic. Joy Jacobson, great in this film as well. Uh, lots of lots of great people in in this movie. That's kind of the uh, the impressive part of all of it is the the support they have, the support system, the support the supporting actors. Fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And I think you know Wahlberg and Byrne did did a really good job too. I mean, they really felt like a like a real couple, you know what I mean, that were like best friends having fun. And the one thing, too, I liked was the idea that they always think they're quietly talking to themselves. And everybody just kind of puts it like, yeah, we can hear you. You know what I mean, that kind of deal, kind of like that. I don't know why. I just thought that was such a – because in movies you always tend to believe like – yeah, nobody else can hear them, right? They're talking. It's the two characters talking, and that's it. And then everybody else kind of breaks that myth and says, nope, you're overthinking this, or no, we can hear you uh, kind of deal. So I kind of like that too. Um, on the grand scale of things, though, like Daddy's Home was, was lightning in a bottle. You know what I mean? It was a great idea um, that really struck a chord. And you had Will Farrell and you had Mark Wahlberg. And I always believed Farrell and Wahlberg were a great combo. Like, it's just those great comedy duos, right? Where you get the one person who's not supposed to be a comedy person. He's more everything else. And you get the actual comedy person, put them together, and they make a great combo. It's like it's like Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart. You know, Kevin Hart's the comedian. Dwayne's the action star. So, but they make such a great combination on screen, or like Jackie Chan and and Chris Tucker, same idea, great combos. I love these kind of combos. 
Um, and I think that's what made Daddy's Home work so well versus, you know, Daddy's Home 2, which we're not going to talk about. But, you know, I think that's kind of what was missing with Instant Family, right? Like, Rose Byrne and Seth Rogen worked really well, right? And unfortunately, in my opinion, they were a lot like the neighbors couple. Very, a lot like the neighbors couple. You know, and not saying that's a bad thing. You know, maybe it's because Rose Byrne's character, maybe the way the writing was done. Um, but just not a lot of originality and nothing really stood out a huge you know, amount, but it was good enough that it made the movie work, right? And they were a good combination. And I think it's just because Mark Wahlberg is just fantastic. He knows how to really kind of turn it up being the dumb kind of guy thing while also being smart, like that hidden smartness, you know, when he has such a brilliant idea. Um, I think he does that really, really well, you know, for the most part. Um, but again, you know, if we're talking about, you know, on the grand scale of things, how funny this movie is, it's got really good moments, but it's got a lot of touching moments, too. Like, the ending is very, very tearjerker moment, like, kind of, you know, uh, kind of drama, where it's kind of like, man, is Lizzie, you're such a bitch. Like, why can't you realize these people fucking love you? That's all I kept saying to myself watching this movie like this fucking girl she just doesn't realize they fucking love her what's going on you know what I mean that's all I kept thinking the whole time and uh, they really played me on that part they got me invested enough where I was like man these these foster kids are pains in the asses but they're worth it because they're changing them for the better and they're hoping that in turn they're changing these kids for the better and how could she just totally abandon them at this point to want to go back to her mom and then you find out those little secrets at the end like you know when the mom actually doesn't show up you find out why of course and um, not saying that in a terrible way by the way I don't want to spoil the film for you so I'm not going to tell you why you're going to have to figure that out for yourselves I mean come on be detectives already and uh, yeah you know it's available on Paramount Plus I think it's definitely worth a shot it's definitely worth a viewing um, like I said, the the foster the foster care moments, those are the real good mo- gold moments in this film. Is when you get all of them together, especially when they're going to school, uh, especially when they do the support group. You want to watch those scenes; those are great. And anything with 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 Tig and, and Octavia is fantastic as well. Um, they were they were a great combination. I'm not gonna lie; they were a really good combination. And it's those kind of things. That's what makes these movies work is when they have really good combos. You know what I'm saying? Like people that just work really well together. And uh, I think that was all around in this. And then Margot Martindale, she was fantastic as Grandma Sandy. Fantastic. And not to take anything away from Julie Haggerty, uh, who is this one moment. Oh, my God. I couldn't stop laughing. Especially when she was trying to be serious. Like, it's a, like one of those scenes where it's supposed to be a really serious moment. But when you see it, 
you're going to understand why I'm laughing about it. So I'll let you figure that out for yourselves um, later on. You just want, you got to see it. I mean, it was gold, comedy gold. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was worth a watch. It's on Paramount+. Plus. It's worth a watch. Check it out. I'm giving the movie a B-plus for a final grade. I will see you guys tomorrow. Thank you.